You're listening to the Sport of Business podcast powered by the 321 Go Project. We've talked with over 500 gym owners just like you, and every week we'll bring you the best of the best. We chat with industry experts as well as deliver advice that you can use today. For more, visit 321goproject.com. Three, two, Hello out there, everyone in Sport of Business podcast land. Uh, hope you're all doing well and having a great week so far. So here at 321 Go, we've got some really exciting things coming up. I really want to put this on your radar and give you an opportunity to check out and be a part of what's going on. Uh, the first and biggest one of these things coming up is going to be the affiliate gathering in Park City, Utah. Uh, if you're listening to this, I'm sure you've heard about this already. Um, but be sure and go to the website and check out who the guests are going to be. And there's a tentative schedule of events. And honestly, guys, this is going to be awesome. Uh, every time I go to one of these things, a, a weekend-long thing where I'm around other business owners or other box owners even, I always come away energized for what's coming up in my gym. And I'm always rejuvenated to go back into my gym and really get after it. And who knows? I mean – you pull somebody away for 10 minutes during one of these things and you could come away with something that could be worth thousands of dollars to your gym. And it's just a small little thing that you maybe haven't even thought of. Speaking of things that you have not even thought of, the SEO course is live. Search engine optimization. This is huge, guys. I've been working through this material myself and one thing that became abundantly clear to me as I was going through this material is that, you know what, there's nobody searching for CrossFit anymore. Like the people that are searching for a CrossFit gym are aware that it exists and they're either a member of your box or a member of another box. And I can't stress this idea enough. There are tens of thousands of people in your city right now searching for fat loss and searching for fitness, searching for weight loss, searching for obstacle course racing, all of these different things that people are searching for, but yet you're attempting to rank for CrossFit. So right now, I mean, those the the Wild West of CrossFit, those days are, are done. Um, it, it's no longer okay just to have a CrossFit sign on your front door or be CrossFitFillInTheBlank.com and people will come to you because they've pre-qualified themselves for CrossFit. Like those days are over. Now it's incumbent upon you and it's incumbent upon the CrossFit gym owner community to elevate our online presence. And you know what? The people that do this are the people that are going to take CrossFit into the next phase of it being a professional uh, business. I mean, so what we're trying to do here with search engine optimization is educating the public that CrossFit solves the problems that they have. So there's millions of people looking for ways to lose weight and they don't know that CrossFit can do that. So they don't know the term CrossFit and it's your it's your obligation really to show them that CrossFit can solve their problem of weight loss, fat loss, strength gains and things like that. So if you haven't yet, this podcast, episode four with Josh Sturgeon, go listen to that. Um, go to 321goproject.com Hit up that search bar at the very top of the site and just type in SEO. 
There's three free videos out there. I would highly recommend that you watch the video with Josh where he draws a circle on his daughter's chalkboard and shows you that, okay, these tiny bit of people are searching for CrossFit, but these millions of people are searching for all of the things that you provide. And they quite frankly, just don't know that you provide it. So it's on you to let them know that you provide that. Those of you that are looking for leads in your door, like this, this course, it will pay for itself if you close one lead that comes to you as a result of, of putting the principles in place. That's one new member pays for this course over the course of the next year. Um, it's, it, it, it's, worth, it's, a, it's a course that's worth thousands. If you were to get it elsewhere, it would be worth thousands. The website audit alone is worth more than, the, than this course is going to cost you. So again, I, I can't stress this enough that, that it, it's, our, it's our obligation to professionalize our online presence and, and really reap the rewards from it. So moving on, guys, let's get into the meat and potatoes of this podcast. Uh, this is going to be Understanding Your Value Part 2. So if you haven't listened to Part 1 two episodes ago, go listen to it. Um, but let's do a brief little recap on this. One of the things that we talked about when we talk about value pricing, now this is, I mean, there are like college courses, there are like MBA courses that are an entire semester long on value pricing alone, but uh, this is obviously a very, very crash course on this idea. Value pricing says that the value of your product is the exact dollar amount that your customers are willing to pay for that product. Now, when I say that, it could potentially sound like a very arbitrary term. You know, I could say, oh, my membership is $2,000 a month. Well, if one person pays for it, is that necessarily the value of my product? Probably not. So we do have some metrics that we like to track to give you a little bit more scientific approach to this. So one of the things uh, my challenge to you in the previous value podcast was to go to 321goproject.com, download that free cash flow calculator, and I want you to figure out what it actually costs you to run a class. I, I am so surprised at how many box owners do not know what their cost is to run a class. So then you've got like one or two people going to that class and you have no idea what to do about it. Like you need to have these metrics in your business. So that was your challenge. If you haven't done that yet, you're absolutely doing that today. The other thing that we talked about is the stratified model. So our stratified model of pricing essentially says the more services that somebody wants, the more time in the gym, the more access, the more coaching, the more programming that somebody wants, there are associated costs with that. And that we give athletes the opportunity to engage with us on any level that they want, as much or as little as possible. But if we were to translate this to like a physical goods uh, you know, okay, I'm looking at a microphone right now. You know, it, it, it would be absurd for me to go into a store and say, well, I'm going to be recording the same podcast with two microphones. So can I ha just have two for the price of one? I'm going to be using them at the same time. Like, that's absurd. We would never do that. But yet we do that with the use of our space and our equipment and our coaches. We say, well, you're here anyway. Go ahead and, you know, you can take up you know, two slots a day, three slots a day, and things like that. So again, it, it's, it's the fair model for our athletes. There's no reason that we should have one class offering 
that other athletes pay for and don't use. Third thing, so once you've understood your costs, we talked about discounts. And again, I know I'm treading on in murky waters here when I'm talking about discounts. If a discount is the one way that gets somebody in your door and that's your marketing plan and people would not walk into your door otherwise, then, then do it. But you need to know that whoever comes into your door and for whom you give a discount long-term, you are the only one that will feel that discount. As the business owner, your athletes will not month after month think, gosh, that was so great. I'm so glad Steve's giving me $45 this month. No, all they see is that they're giving you 100 So even though that maybe that $100 is below your cost to provide that service, they don't know that. So they're not going to they're not going to feel that appreciation month after month because one thing that we know beyond a shadow of a doubt with value-based pricing is that the value of your service is the exact dollar amount somebody pays. So you may have one athlete in your class that's paying uh $60 a month, you may have another athlete right next to them paying $200 a month. Both both of them have the perception of that service being worth exactly 60 and $200 respectively. It's a really important thing for you to understand when you think about these discount and pricing conversations. So now, what do we do with this data? So by now you should know what your cost per class is. My next data point that I'm gonna challenge you to get is going to be what is your average revenue per visit from your athletes? So. How do you figure this out? So what you're going to do is you're going to take all of your gross monthly income from all of your group classes. So let's just stick with group CrossFit classes right now. We're not even going to mess around with open gym uh, or get into the weeds on any specialty programming or anything like that. We're just going to talk group CrossFit classes. So take your gross revenue coming in from that. You're going to divide that number by the number of athletes that you have in your gym. This is going to be your average revenue per member. I'm going to pause you right there because a great exercise to do is take a look at this number compared to what your advertised rates are. If there's a huge difference between those two numbers, um, that's a that's a great uh, it's a good data point. I mean, it could be frustrating for you to see that and really see how many discounts you gave out over the years, but it can also be a challenge. For you to maybe get those numbers to look uh, a lot more like each other, or maybe your average revenue per member uh, exceeds what your advertised rates are. That's a great way for you to be able to compete on price with other affiliates. But then once you have members in the door, you're able to sell them on additional high value services like specialty programming and open gym, personal training, skill sessions. So so on the online, when I'm looking at affiliate A and affiliate B, uh, you can, by using the stratified model, compete on pricing. But then, in fact, once you get athletes in and you show them how great you are and what value you provide to them, you can actually make more revenue per athlete uh, without needing to get all of these bodies in the door. So what we've done, we've figured out what our average revenue per member is. The next report that you're going to pull 
is your average attendance per member. So this could be, uh, you know what, what I usually see is about three times a week is about average. So then you've got your diehard folks that are six days a week, and then you've got your folks that are two days a week. So uh, we'll just say three days a week. So you've got 12 classes per month on average that people are coming to. So what you're going to do is you're going to take that average revenue per member, divide it by that average attendance per month, and that's going to give you your average revenue per class. So let's just call this, uh, let's call it $9 is your average revenue that you have coming in per class. So then you're going to go back to part one when you downloaded that cash flow calculator, because I know that you all did it. You better have. <laughs> um so you're going to look at that and say, what is my cost per class? And then you're going to have that number. And then let's say that your cost per class is $90. And you know that your average revenue per visit, which is what you just figured out, is $9. So simply, you need 10 athletes in that class for it to be profitable. Um, these are very simple numbers, but they're great numbers to have. So that you know, if you have classes in your schedule that, that lose you money month after month, you either know that you're okay losing money on that or you're going to cancel that class. Knowing that if maybe you tick somebody off and they quit your gym, you, you actually are saving money by having somebody quit your gym. But basically what I really want from you in this exercise is to understand what it costs you to run this. So that's going to be a good data point for you to have when you think about establishing your prices. So now you have these data points that you're going to be able to set your prices based off of. Now, you could just stop here and we could say, all right, well, my cost per class is, you know, $100 and put a markup on that and based off of what your revenue or average attendance would be. But I don't think that we should stop there. Uh, you know, we're not in the goods. You know, we don't sell goods. We sell services. We sell a lifetime of health and wellness. Like these are the products that we're selling. And I think that we could take it a step further. So the goal that the CrossFit affiliate owner is always struggling with is uh, being seen in light of a Globo gym. So I, you know, sometimes we, we attempt to explain ourselves and tell people, oh, but coaching, but community, but all of these things. But we know that our, our clients don't necessarily understand what those things are until they experience it. So we have to communicate the value that we offer in terms that people understand. So this can seem completely silly to you. To, to list all of the minutia of things that you offer to people. But you have to understand that you're wanting to talk to people that have never heard of your product before and sell them on the value of that product that they may not know anything about. So think about this. like What does your membership include? I'm talking from the moment somebody walks in the door or maybe even the moment somebody gets onto your website. What do you offer them? Are you putting out like a blog post every day? Are you putting out how-to videos? Do you do a nutrition series? Do you uh, offer any kind of skill progression programs for athletes? When I walk into your gym to join for the first time, will I have a one-on-one -on -one sit down 
Will I have a goal setting session? Will I receive any kind of measurements? Will you do a movement screen on me? Will you work with any sort of pre-existing injuries or orthopedic issues that I may have? So these are the things that, that we're beginning to sell to differentiate ourselves in the marketplace. So what you're doing is you're selling to your future clients the benefits, the features of your service by speaking to them in terms that they understand. Some things that, that non-CrossFitters uh, do not understand, they don't understand community. So they will understand community after their first month with you, but they have no idea what that means. Like they have no clue what community means. The closest that you could potentially get to that is somebody that played on a sports team that may identify with that. But think about it. Before you joined a CrossFit affiliate, did you understand what the quote CrossFit community meant? Of course not. So we don't want to sell them on things that they don't understand. Additionally, they don't understand good coaching. Like you could have a, a site that completely features um, your coaches, but unless but unless one of those coaches' names looks like a alphabet soup after their name, then chances are some that's not going to be a point of reference for somebody. You and I both know that like experience and care and a watchful eye and getting 10,000 hours in coaching makes for a great coach. Your future athletes really don't know that. So what we want to do is sell them on the things that they do understand. So things that they do understand is like follow-up, emails, um, a phone call. You know, we, we do something called the Joy Girl, which is essentially like a retention strategy. That's something that people understand. People understand that you're going to care that they step foot in your gym. So sell them on that. Okay, your challenge this week, your homework for this week is to figure out what your average revenue per member is and to also figure out what your average income per class is. That is great data to have and you should be armed with those numbers. You'll never have to guess what to charge for anything ever again if you have those numbers. If you choose to remain ignorant of those numbers, then that's fine. But just understand that you're making that choice uh, to potentially not create profit per class. Then your second piece of homework is to go onto your website. And I want you to just check out that website. And maybe if you've got a friend that knows nothing about CrossFit, you know, take them out to lunch, take a laptop with you, and just have them read through your About Us, your Getting Started pages and see if you're communicating those benefits to people and communicating the value in terms that they will understand. That's it, guys. Um, it was a great time. If you have any questions, um, be sure to reach out to us. Again, a ton of awesome stuff coming up. All of that can be found on 321goproject.com. If you don't know where to find it, just hit up that search bar right at the top of the site, uh, and it's, it'll all be right out there in front of you. Uh, have a good one. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to the Sport of Business podcast. If you found this valuable, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a review. For more information, head over to 321goproject.com.